Hey, kings and queens, it's your girl, Valencia Griffin-Wallace, the host of Define You Radio, and welcome to episode 194. Welcome to the Define You Radio podcast, where class is always in session. Get ready for the life lessons, tips, and stories to help you define your life. And now your host, the drill sergeant would love, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Queens to our first ever Define You Radio live edition. Look, I got a whole script written. (laughs) Okay, so make sure if you are on Facebook, you like, love, and share it with your friends. Get in on the great discussion we're having tonight on love, good, bad, ugly, sideways, all of the above. You can also drop your questions or comments below or inbox us. If you are listening to this on the podcast, this is why I've told y'all to connect with us on social media because you never know what we're going to be doing next. Um, And make sure you're subscribed to the show. I'm just saying we're very interesting. Tonight's going to be very interesting. This podcast is sponsored by the Define You Queen movement and the Move Retreat. To find out more, visit ValenciaGWallace.com. Boom. In today's session, we will be taking a deep dive into the hot topic of the month because it's February. Love, relationships, those things. Lord, we're hoping Queen Shannon X writes. Um, I am joined by my fabulous Queen co-host, Queen LaVon Copeland. Hey, everybody. (laughs) And Queen Shannon Ward. Good evening, people. So are you guys, oh, and let me say who I am. I'm going to say who I am. And I'm your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace. Pens and papers ready. Class is now in session. Are y'all ready for tonight? (laughs) (laughs) We ready. You know we ready. Let's go. Let's roll. Is is the audience ready? That's the big question. Probably not. Us doing the the podcast the way that we normally do it where we're recording um, is different because we could see each other, but when it's released, other people can't see the faces, our expressions, all of that um, that's going on. So, you know, guys, if you like the F, the FB live edition of Define You Radio, just let us know. We'll see if we're going to keep it rolling or not, like the youngsters say. So I'm ready to pop off or jump in. All right, so, well, let's get it. What is my first question is what is your definition of love versus being in love, Queen Shannon? Mm. Mm. Definition of love versus being in love. I would say definition of love to me is one simple word, responsibility. It's it's taking the it's understanding, taking on responsibility for for someone else, not saying that you're responsible for them totally, but you do account for some of the responsibility of their growth, their development, of their their being, of who they are, um, 
of, of what they what they possess. It is responsibility. Being in love, um, if I'm just gonna be honest, that's that's not even something I honestly subscribe to ever. Because either you love or you don't love. What is in love? Like it's like you can't step into love. See how y'all already getting started. I'm, I'm <laughs> but I mean you can't just step oh, I fell in love. Like what do you mean you fell? First of all, falling is not always a good thing. So why do we want to fall? Just you just love or you don't love. Never subscribe to in love, but that's just me. Woo, Queen Shannon is popping off. We're only a few minutes in. So, you know, guys, kings and queens, what is y'all definition of being in love versus love? Is Are you like Queen Shannon and don't subscribe to it at all? Like, I really want to know, and I'm going to voice my opinion on that shortly. Queen LaVon, love versus being in love. Well, one, I'm still taken back a little bit by Queen Shannon's um, answer because I wanted to ask, is love part of a subscription plan? You know, do you get a 30 days and it's going to renew? You know, I just feel kind of a little confused right there with the subscription. Well, when I say I don't subscribe, meaning I don't I don't follow the whole I'm, oh, I'm in love. You know, I, I love I, I love someone. You know, I, it's just love or hate, like never anywhere in any, what is in love? Like, what is that? Like, I am love. I give love. I exude love. But I don't know if I'm in love. Love is who I am, though. I and know. I agree. I agree. You know, love is what we are. Um, I, I always say love is what we create. We are created from. It's what we mm-hmm. are. We were created to do and to be. I think in love takes on a deeper level, a different um, level, because I think of it as being more relationship based. You know, you in love is usually what you experience like with your spouse, because usually when you're with someone there, I would say in love requires intimacy. So okay. that's what gives me a different definition from being in love because usually it requires a level of intimacy. It requires a level of um, a depth that is different from just love because, of course, you know, you are all my queen sisters. I love you. You know, I love my family. I love my kids. I love my husband. But see, my husband and I have a deeper, a spiritual connection, an intimate connection um, that I would say leads us to being in love. That's the same reason why I can say I'm in love with God because I have that intimate relationship. I ain't in and love with you either, Queen LaVon, if that's what you <laughs> <laughs> She's feeling some kind of way about that. <laughs> Not with the pinky up. <laughs> Damn, oh my God. Um, I think love i think in love is is deeper i do understand what queen shannon is saying but i think in love is is a deeper connection i think people just use it wrong because i could say oh my gosh i'm so in love with this pair of shoes or this purse or whatever else and i think people use the term wrong but you could love like i love my pets am i in love with them no Exactly. So um, I think, you know, we just use that term wrong, but I think it is a, a deeper connection of 
you know, like I'll die for you type thing. I will die. Yes. Or maybe, you know, like I tell my husband, you know, we don't say that ride or die mess. Now I'll ride with you, but I don't know about the die part. <laughs> but I, I'm in love with him. Um, <clears throat> just saying, we ain't got to die. Um, okay, so this is really interesting because you hear different statistics or see people talk about it, but I want to know, like being queens, just women in general, how do you think the relationship with the father, your dad, have to do with, you know, how you view love and relationships? Mm. Mm. Oh. Queen Shannon. Huh. I think it, it does hold some weight. Um I I I do believe that to some degree, some level somewhere, um especially for women. Um I think that relationship with the father it, it kind of sets the tone for for the, the type of man that she might look towards or look for. Um it, it it holds some weight, but I don't know that I, I would agree that it holds as much weight as 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 it has been given. Mm-hmm. If if that makes sense, like it's it's been a lot on the oh well she didn't have her father so she I, uh, I mean mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go into that I'm not gonna go deeper into that until we get later because I'm sure you'll probably have a question but it it holds some weight. <laughs> But I don't think it's 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 as heavy as as it's always been made to be. Mm. Exactly. But Queen Shannon, your like your dad's in in your life, mm-hmm. right? And, mm-hmm. and in there. And so I wonder if that's maybe why your perspective is is the way it is. You know, um, not saying you know, of course, right or wrong. You know, but I wonder how our perspectives change on that topic when we think about how we grew up. I think that it is given more weight than it deserves, but I could see why people say that because I think um, a, a dad teaches you how a man should treat you if if you're if you have the right dad you know your dad should be a uh, a provider and you know treat you like a princess so that way when you get married you looking for a man not to treat you like a princess but that man should treat you like a queen so you know that next level um i think as far as like being being a, a woman and looking looking at my dad from my memories of him my dad was a hard worker so i know going into new going into relationships i wanted a man that worked hard you know mm-hmm. i'm not sure i think it says this in the bible queen levon would have to either a man or no valencia that a man that don't work don't eat don't eat yes that is mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Yes. So if I'm, you know, talking about bringing something to the table, you already, what you gonna bring, bro? 
Okay, <laughs> of, you know, and um, <laughs> look, I've been watching Judge Judy today, and I, I Lord. Know, left and right, but I see so many cases of women. You know, I paid his bail, and I was in love with him. And Judge Judy would ask the Jew, like, "Where do you work?" Um, well, uh, uh, I have, I've been getting unemployment. Well, how long have you been in, been unemployed? Uh, a year. What? I have questions. Mm. I have questions. So many questions. Um. Absolutely. But I think if a young lady saw that from their dad to them, that may be normal to have a man not work. Um, but even when my dad wasn't there, you know, I had, um, my uncle, you know, whom, you know, I love so much and still miss very much and have him tattooed on my back. Thank you. Um, my uncle Winky, who was, who was a, a Marine, he got out of the Marines, became a fireman. Um, he set that example for me for what a man should do to take care of his family. Now, Mm -hmm. um, so to me, a man not working just wasn't normal. Like, who raised Right, him? right. You know, so I think a dad, a father figure, male figure, kind of sets that tone. Queen Levon, your thoughts? I agree. And what I do like about you know, our mix is that like you said, Shannon, she has, you know, that father relationship. She grew up with that. Um, you have a, I guess, almost like part of both worlds because you grew up with the father, but then, you know, there was some separation. And then with me, I didn't grow up with the father. So I can see both sides, you know, and I see even with what you're saying, you know, about would the perspective be different? Even with me growing up without a father, I still um, have share in how Shannon is saying because I feel like we I can't use that as an excuse or as a crutch as to my actions. Absolutely. I didn't grow up with the father, so this is why I'm that way. Just because you didn't grow up with the father, like you said, you had your uncle, I had a grandfather, and I had uncles. I had male figures, and that I'm like you, that's what I saw. I saw men working and providing for their family. So, yeah, I have a hard time understanding. Well, you know, he's not working, and I'm taking care of the house, and I'm paying his child support, and I'm paying his bills, and I got to make sure he got shoes. I'm sorry, but... Yeah, I go back to the Bible, and it said that one, that the man was created first, so that gave him the authority to be the head of the house, so you need to provide and protect. That's what you were created to do. Mm. Secondly, the Bible says if a man does not work, he does not eat. So I'm sorry, bro, but we, me and my kids going to eat. You can figure it out. I know that's right. So, so many things to say. So, I'm just saying it. I believe all of the above. Um, Absolutely. I believe all of all. You know, and then Queen Absolutely. Lamar come in with the scripture. Y'all can't argue with scripture. Now, I'm a Bible student. But Queen Lamar is a Bible scholar, even though she does not know how to pronounce Habakkuk. But that's Lord Jesus. Know. You'd have to Jesus. go into the. You are not going to get started on her back. 
Y'all would have to go to past episodes of the actual podcast to understand the beginning of that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it, it, that it's something. Know, it, it runs deep, especially when I. It, it does. Okay. Um, since we kind of on the Bible, I was so surprised because I kind of did a little research because a lot of times people say equally yoked. Y'all not equally yoked, but it doesn't talk about being equally yoked from my perspective as far as like a marriage and relationship is more about equally unequally yoked with unbelievers so i was surprised y'all gotta stop quoting scripture wrong <laughs> both of y'all well, don't have to be doctors talking about we we gonna be we gonna be equally yoked we both going to med school that is not what that means no well, see, here, here's what i think here's what i think happened i think that yeah, yes, it, it means with unbelievers in that sense. But I think what happened was people then took it to meaning um, of the same mindset, you know, and, and, and I can that I can go with because I don't it doesn't I'm not saying we both need to be doctors. That's crazy. But we both have to have a mindset of pretty much to me families coming first. If we're going to be in this together, family comes first. That doesn't mean that because I sing and I'm into music that he has to. That doesn't, it doesn't have to mean that we have to enjoy the absolute same things, but we have to have the same goals in mind. And in that sense, I can take it. Are we equally yoked? And those things, yes. If we're not equally yoked in the goals that are set by our family or set for how we want to move forward in a relationship, then get to me, then that's unequally yoked because now you're pulling one way, I'm pulling another way, and we're not, we're, we're just, there is no equal yoke. There, there's nothing there. Um, so in that sense, I can go with it. Um, yeah, biblically, it was talking about believers, unbelievers alike, but however, like I said, in the sense of same mindset with the same focus, the same vision in mind, I can go with them on that part. Gotcha, gotcha. And I, I agree um, in the way if you think about it, like, okay, we're dating for years and never had that discussion <laughs> whether or not, you know, we want to have kids or more kids or buy a house or, you know, because those things eventually, um, new, you know, can ruin a relationship. But those are kind of like you need to know your yoke comparability like somebody I'm pretty sure somewhere on Facebook there's a yoke comparability test <laughs> that you, can, you know if you and your potentially date y'all don't have to have a discussion y'all take the test compare scores and you know whether to continuously date uh -huh. um, just like some people are I have a very strong I'm gonna say it nicely personality I talk Andrew Sergeant <laughs> I talk, you know, I talk a certain way, and my my husband, you know, number one, he's not as innocent as everybody else thinks. Okay, let's just get this established. We are very equally yoked. However, his personality is not as what you know, like kind of when we go to the store and people ask, "Are y'all together?" And I and he'll say nothing, and I'll say, "No, I'm just being followed, or I got kidnapped by this white dude." <laughs> that's, that's my personality and I do thank God that where we're equally yoked on you know certain things because it bothers both of us my response tends to be more different so mm -hmm. um, 
but that we did share some values like you know we wanted to enjoy you know i don't want to say it like that but you know it wasn't my desire to have more kids i wanted to enjoy life um and um adopt later you know to give a child a, a good home and um you know so i look at that thing so if i was dating and, and getting serious about somebody that have wanted more kids well i knew from the beginning we were unequally yoked Exactly. I remember exactly. giving birth to Cameron like it was yesterday and it was almost 22 years ago. I'm just saying, Queen LaVon. Lord. <laughs> well, I, I can't say I agree with Shannon. I do think people took um, it out of context and have blown it way out of proportion. However, I am a strong believer of the equally yoke. And I look at it from a spiritual standpoint that you all need, if you have the same belief system, base system, foundation, then you'll be able to build from that. Because I can't see myself being a, you know, God-fearing, you know, woman, but then I want to marry a person that's an atheist. You know, something right there is just not going to tell me that's not going to work real good. But what so, if that's your um, assignment to turn that person into a believer? Well, he's going to have to do that before we get married because I, we can't <laughs> make it. So wait a minute, Levon. Wait, she said if your assignment is what should you marry him, not not him do it before you get married. Mm, mm, mm. Like you got to get your yoke together before we say I do. Right. So um, that's that's interesting because to me, I look at it like you know opposites attract. But I love how y'all broke it down, saying you know with with the mindset and knowing that we're going in the same direction. Um, because one of the things I was thinking about today as we prepared for the show was when me and my husband started dating, I wasn't a speaker. I wasn't an author. I wasn't doing all of those things. I always had the goal or the, the vision to, I want to say, you know, write and do something more. But honestly, then I didn't know what it was. I just knew to continuously do. So um, I remember having a discussion with him one day because I was like, you know, honestly, you didn't sign up for this. You know, your wife being gone and, you know, being on Facebook and doing the podcast and writing and spending all this time doing this and, you know, ignorant people coming to my inbox sometimes. You know, he didn't sign up. For that, that wasn't the Valencia he dated, you know? So when you think about that part, I mean, it was a things we discussed. I don't move without my husband. And, you know, so I did have those discussions with him before I did anything. How do you feel about this or whatever else? Because, you know, we, we're a team. So mm -hmm. I, I say all that to say, Queen Shannon, what if, you know, you started dating somebody, they're real, you know, low key, just mm -hmm. working, and then all of a sudden, you know, y'all getting serious about to tie the knot and everything else. And he was like, well, look, I want to do X, Y, and Z, which almost is kind of changes 
from what you originally signed up for. How would you feel about that? Um, I honestly think I would be okay with that. Because to me, at the end of the day, the focus should always be as individuals to ev continue to evolve. Mm. Um, and if you're not growing, if there's no evolution, you're just the same person all the time. For me, that might signify a problem. There's no growth in you. And if there's no growth, then that means there's death. Uh, it's mm. one of the two, growth or death. So if you're not growing and evolving, I don't know that we're going we're gonna, to, you know, because I pl my, my plan and I believe God's plan for me is for me to continue to grow and evolve. Um, again, we may not grow and evolve in the same direction, but there's always growth. There's always something that, that we can look back on and, and continue to grow with each other. So I don't think I would have a problem with that. I think, in fact, that would be something that I would encourage, that I would want to push and, and promote like, hey, yeah, let's, let's go. What you need me to do? But that's the kind of person I am. Good response. Just saying, arranged marriage by Valencia.com. Um, Queen LaVon, your your thoughts on that part? Because, you know, when you got married, you know, you, you evolved to the Queen LaVon. You are now speaking and podcasting and everything you do. Um, how did your husband you know, feel about that, you know, like, how was that discussion? I can't, we can't hear you, Queen LaVon. And I talk with my hands a whole lot. I'm just like this here. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, I have to say, I totally, I agree um, with what you said, Valencia, because I had to do that same thing. When you know, for the longest when you've been the housewife, you know, I just carried a nine to five. You know, we had this, we had felt like everything was going in the same direction, just moving along. And then it's like, you know, I have this encounter with God. It's like, oh, I'm going to write a book. And then not knowing even for me, I didn't even realize the levels that it will take me. So I still have to continue to check in. But even when I got ready for to write the first book, you know, I had I had that conversation. And I, you know, and I told him this is what God has put on my heart, has pressed upon me. It's something that I had always wanted to do. I knew it was in me, but for some reason I, w I hadn't connected to it. I hadn't done it. And I was just at a place where I could hear from God and was like, okay, it is time now. And so we had to have that conversation. And, you know, and so even now I continue to check in and say, okay, you know, now I'm thinking about, you know, speaking now, you know, I just telling him, oh, I'm thinking about doing a conference this year. So, you know, I have to make sure he's, you know, still along for the ride. So what if, okay, so Queen Shannon, back to you. Mm -hmm. The ride or die. Right. <laughs> if you, okay, so think about, like if you got in a, you know, a relationship, you're getting ready to get married and mm -hmm. that person say, look, I need you to slow it down. I want a housewife. Jesus, Lord, what's she about to say? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm saying y'all not dating, y'all like engaged. Like y'all starting to set wedding plans and y'all have that, y'all having that before I do 
mm. conversation and he said look you know i appreciate and respect everything that you do but i honestly want a wife mm. a housewife to stay at home and cook and clean and, and you know make sure the table is prepared for when i bring home the bacon <laughs> oh god oh so <laughs> now let me, let me let me start here honestly that's not a problem for me because i was raised in that that type of environment i was raised when my mother was home dinner was cooked house was clean full course meals every night I, that's how i was raised so doing that and the act, that, that act in itself is not a problem. Here's where my problem would be. And these would be my words to him. When you met me, what was I doing? Um, <laughs> this is just, this is how the conversation would have to go. When you met me, what, what was I doing? Um, so you already know my drive, you know what I want to do. So the fact that we got here <laughs> and you think that all that's going to change now, this is a major issue. And I'm glad you brought it up before we went across the threshold because we'd probably be getting divorced in three days had you brought this up after the fact. I'm just saying, I can do that um, at a certain point. Argument. No, it, 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 here's my thing. To me, to ask me, at this point in my life where I'm at, to ask me to not do that would be asking me to give up who I am. Would be asking me to not live my purpose, to not live, to, to, to stop the, to me it's almost like you, you'd be stifling my soul growth. Wow. And, and, and I, I don't know that that would be, so honestly to me that would probably be something I'd have to walk away from. Mm. Because while I can do that, and there will be moments and times where I can be that, and allow, and I will, and I can be that, and I will be that. I don't have a problem with that. But at the same time, understand who I am. Understand that there's growth. Understand that I believe in living my sole purpose and doing everything that I'm supposed to do, and using every gift God gave me before I leave this planet. And just staying at home, being a housewife. After being here, that that's not that's not gonna fulfill me. Now, had you got me before I started growing into this person, you probably could have gotten that out of me, no problem. But because of the person that I'm growing, I've grown into and continuing to grow into. I mean, to me, that that would be trying to take away my my joy and the fulfillment of, of living the life that I, I'm destined to live, that I see myself living. You are now trying to stifle my vision. And I probably have to walk away. Even though y'all engaged in setting wedding plans, like that's yeah. how serious. I mean, yeah. Because to me, and I, let me be real, let me be real, real with you right now. To me, to have gotten this, to this point, to set wedding plans with me, knowing that's how you felt the whole time, knowing how passionate I am about what I do, where I'm trying to go, you've been fake the entire time to me. You've been living a lie in hopes that you could change me. 
Mm. I'm not your project for you to try to think that you can control or to change because now I will shut completely down and all of this stuff will be, I, I promise, everything will be tossed all over the place because this is where we're at now. Don't be fake. Just be real. If this is what you want from me, say that. And we can address that. And we, we can maybe find some halfway point, but don't get to the point where we've made all these arrangements. We've got sent out invitations and all this. And then now this is what you drop. You had ample time to do that. You should have said that in the beginning. When we started dating, you should have said, I want a woman that can stay home, cook, clean, raise the kids, and, and not have to work, not do anything. You should have said that, and then we could have had that conversation. And I said, nah, bro, I'm not the one for that. Deuces. But we can be cool. Okay, but to one, one more question. I'm going to go to Queen LaVon for her response, because I see she just bubbling. Um, <laughs> with the amount of ducats or money for our international listeners matter. Like if a man came to you and he got, he's, you know, a seven, eight figure man, would your argument be as hot and heavy? Honestly, probably not. It would still be an argument, but listen, it would still be an argument because right. And, and I'll tell you the truth. I've been approached. Um, I got this lawsuit coming, and as soon as this lawsuit hit, I'm coming to get you. And I was offended. Mm. I was highly offended. And I was offended because you think you can buy me. I'm not to be bought. Now, uh, that's that situation. But now, if we're in this relationship and you seven, eight figures, it might change slightly because, because. At the end of the day, I know that I can be cared for and supported. Um, and I feel at this point, we can probably make some, some leeway. And it's not that I'm a, a gold digger, because my focus, honestly, is make my own. Make my own so that that's not an issue. So that's not something we have to fight about. Because truth be told, money is something that relationships have is, you know, issues with. So if, if I'm grinding, doing what I have to do, you grind and do what you have to do, that shouldn't be an issue. We come together, we work it out, we budget, we make sure we do what we have to do together. And so that's the, that's the thought in mind. Um, but yeah, it could be a slightly different, but it's still going to be my sole purpose at the end of the day is what is what's really important to me. Because real talk to me, money is simple energy that can be exchanged at any given time. But I can't stop what my soul has to do. I can't, I, that I can't, that, that, that can't go. And my soul was placed here, I was, I was placed on this earth for a reason, and I have to fulfill that reason. And trying to stop that reason, that's a problem to me. Mm. So don't come at Queen Shannon just because you got a lawsuit coming. <laughs> She's not for sale. I'm not for sale. Until we, well, you're still not for sale. We're going to discuss uh, ABTF 2019 off the show. Jesus Christ. Um, Y'all, she's pimping me out. I'm just saying. <laughs> Queen LaVon, um, your, your thoughts on what Queen Shannon said, and what if your husband came to you and said, look, I just want you to stay at home. Um, I understand and respect what you're doing, but I just want you to stay at home and just chill. Go ahead, <laughs> LaVon. Are you deep in thought? Yes. Um, 
I that that will it will have to be some conversations have um because a lot like what Queen Shannon said, it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think that's where the equally yoke, that's where the in love aspect, all of that comes into play. Because at the end of the day, if you can ask me that after knowing and seeing, you know, you've been here with me, you know what it's been like, you know what I've had to go through. Um, and to know, especially when you have an intimate relationship, to know that at the end of the day, my only purpose on this earth is to do what God has placed me here to do. That's my, that's the number one. So for you to ask me that, it's almost like telling me not to do what God has told me to do. Mm-hmm. And even, and I can say, you know, my husband, and I have had this discussion before <coughs> um, where I, you know, I just point blank said, don't ever make me choose between you and God because God will always win. Mm. Mm. That part. So if he, without, if he asked me that without having any legitimate backing, you know, we don't have small kids. So it'd be different if he would say, well, you know, we have small kids and I need you to take care of this. Um, I mean, without some type of logical backing, you know, that will support where I can say, you know what, I need to do this for our family. But to just say it because you just want someone to be at home, I, I, I just, we would have to have a serious discussion. But then I would think I would have to question, how could you ask that knowing? I mean, because you've been here, you've seen, you've heard, you understand the depth of what it takes you know so mm-hmm. i i could just find it very hard to see so if he asked i would think if he asked me that there would have to be some type of logical backing we do joke and valencia i don't know if your husband and you have ever done this or talked about this because i do understand some men have a hard time dealing with or being married to or even having a relationship with a woman that either makes more money than them or you see um especially like on reality tv people that get a little fame or they may be in their 15 minutes of fame because not all men's egos can handle that Mm. and i think as a wife you have to be able to still cater to your husband you're going to still have to be able to scrope their egos because if they feel like you're getting out of the limelight and they're the least bit neglected, um, I just know not all men can handle that. So um, we have, you know, jokingly, because I was like, well, what is you going to do, you know, when Oprah calls and we, um, next thing I know, I'm getting a million or a billion dollar deal to do it. He was like, hey, I'm fine. I'm going to quit my job and live off you. Right. I know that's right. Hey, you know, it's like somebody got to drive you around, but you know, it's things like that that we do we do discuss um, and talk about those things. And I think it's important to have those discussions. Um, my husband said something to me a while ago because I felt like I was spending too much time doing 
uh, stuff. Even though when we got married, I told him at the beginning, I don't believe that foolishness about the weight to a man's heart is his stomach. I don't believe that. I told him that from the beginning. So if he, <laughs> if he thought that was the truth and he was going to get or like I'm not that chick but even though I do cook a lot but I need that's one of the things that I want women to get in their head because if that was true there would have a whole lot of more women knowing a how to cook and be cooking mm. and me I mean good cooking not no microwaving and open up a can cooking so I'm telling y'all that's I don't know where that lie come from, where it started. Probably from some single woman that cooked for ten men and it worked on number ten. Lord have mercy. Okay, I'm I forgot what the question was. But okay, so my <laughs> he he said, you know, one day I was just feeling like I was doing too much not <clears throat> excuse me, because of nothing. He said I just was feeling it. Because when I go into the process of writing um, it takes a lot of, of time and emotional toll on me, depending. And so with my um, husband, I, I was talking to him and he said, you know, I'm working for our now, you're working for our later. Wow. And that may, and I was like, that's why I love you. That's why I never fought behind a man in my life, but I will fight behind this. I tell him <laughs> stuff. So you talk about stroking ego, I'm pretty sure. And I, I, I have seen anybody that knows me that have talked to me or watch I, I have said that that is that is so what the I'll fight behind the part that was no, your husband he is so sweet that is he, I love like that yes that's his I said I will fight behind him I ain't never fought behind a man and I trust my husband with with all my heart my 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 secrets my skeletons everything else. Wow. But see, well, let me rephrase it because I ain't trying to break a nail. But see, I'm in Louisiana. They got plenty of <laughs> nobody map. Shannon, I like the post that you posted earlier. You saw my response. Oh, uh, no. I, the relationships. No, she Which posted one? Um, about single women going, going after. Oh, after the, the married men? Yeah. yeah. We live in a generation where women will pass up on a single man. Uh, a married man because she likes the way he treats his wife. And they do. And they must that's how you know they don't value their own life. Because it takes <laughs> going behind you You go behind the right one, it'll be your last. Yeah, uh, that's true. But, yeah. yeah, but that's the, that's the one thing with, with my husband. He supports um, which we'll get into next, the foundations of a, a happy, healthy relationship. He supports me to no end. Uh, two years ago, I said, I'm getting tired of meat. I hate how meat smells. Let's try being vegetarian. Okay. And he was like, okay, wife, you know, you want to do it. I'll support you. So I didn't read all the rules with being a vegetarian, all the things that you should do and everything else. I'm just thinking cut meat out. I diet will be good. So both of us was pretty much around here weak because we wasn't getting enough uh, carbs, protein or whatever you get. From we both, never, you know, like his coworkers were really like worried. <laughs> They were like saying stuff to him because you know he would this type of stuff he was bringing to work, um, 
and he was around there week and stuff. And I'm like, you know, tell me, cause you got to go to work. So, you know, like, but he, he supports me to when I get a, a wild hair to do something like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, times like I've tried, I've done the military diet. Like I like to do different things to test myself and different things for this. And, you know, my husband is very supportive, which I think is the main, you know, foundation of a relationship mm-hmm. is the main foundation of a relationship is support. That means whether I want to be vegetarian and it, it lasted all the 30 miserable days. I ain't about that life. I'm going to just be honest. Um, wow. It, it was a long 30 days. Y'all. I was weak around this camp and he was, Lord I, have mercy. I really did feel bad. Um, when, you know, I said, okay, well, I'm going to speak in Canada. Let's take a road trip. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and he like supports me regardless of how one day. And I, and then I'm going to pass this question along, but this, this is really how our relationship is built one day because, you know, if you know me, you know, I am a hundred percent natural since 2010, but I don't wear my hair out because I don't have time for that. So one day I said, you know, since I don't wear my hair out, I'm thinking about shaving my head, at least side to side of it. Jesus, Lord. So, and my husband was out of town working and um, he was like, okay, um, I'm going to do, I could do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. I'll do it when I get home. I was like, really? He said, yeah. I said, okay. So it was taking him too long on this particular job. So I actually tried to shave the side of my head. This was sometime last year. I tried to shave the side of my head with, albeit the wrong clippers. My arm got tired, so literally I was done. So I called him and I told him, I said, guess what I just did? He said, what? I said, I tried to shave the side of my head because in my mind it was going to be cute, but my arm got tired. So now I'm walking around here with the side of my head shaved. And he was like, that's fine. I'll finish it when I get home or whatever. Like he just, could you imagine being married to me and Lord, that's why I love this man because I swear I'm thrown uh, just a little bit. Um, he just walked in and half the side of her head is just bald. Like I don't even understand how he can even take it serious. Yeah, he good because mine would have been. And I can tell you, he his words would have been very choice words for me. <laughs> like, we need to take you to get some help. Are you okay? Yeah, something's just not right. It's just not right. <laughs> like, I was bored, but you think about how I change hair and different things like that. It was just another thing, you know. Um, my hair grows really fast. It's been times I've washed my hair, and instead of going through all the process, you know, when you're natural, it's a process. I'll just get the scissors and just cut out a whole cut off a whole bunch of my hair and he'll find it he'll come home or whatever he'll find like you know the bathroom trash can full of um hair but that's what happens when you're married to me like I need full support like you got to support all my hair she cannot be left alone I know I say that I cannot be left alone I'm just saying (laughs) 
No scissors. No they had the wrong clippers in his house. They should have oh. had. He like he should have walked me through the process before I started. No, you should have. You should have just waited for him or gone but to the barber shop. He would take care of it when he got home. You should have just waited. Just waited. I'm. I'm not. I'm. We working on that. We know you hard headed. We know you hard headed. Yes, very. Queen Shannon. Um. When you look at the foundations of a happy, healthy relationship, what is something you think is really important? Because to me, it's definitely support. Absolutely. Support. Um, I also think communication is huge and honesty. Um, if, if I believe, and, and me and my siblings are like this, um, I should be able to say anything to you. Because, and one, you have to know it's coming from a place of I love you, and so I, I just need we, this needs to be said without you getting in your feelings, without you, you know, oh my God, it's this big argument. No, if if I see, all right, baby, you messing up, I should be able to say that without having to tiptoe around it with, well, I don't know, because they might not be able to, you know, handle it. I want to hurt their feelings, it, it, and especially, you know, we're in a relationship. I should be able to be open and honest with you and communicate at every given moment and tell you, babe, that maybe stupid is not the best word, but that's the word I'm going to go with now, but say, babe, that was stupid. That that really was probably not the best idea, the brightest idea you could have come up with. Yeah, you might want to rethink that. If I can't say that without it being an argument, I don't, to me, because that's going to stifle me. That's I, I'm, I'm, I believe in, let's just say, because I'm a big girl, say whatever you got to say to me. Don't worry about trying to hurt my feelings. If, if I need help, I need help. I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here to help each other. We're here to grow. We're here to, to get each other to the next level, to help us be better than we were the day before. And if you're not going to do that by telling me the honest truth about me, why? You know, why? So I definitely believe support, honesty, and communication. Let me say this about support. Because... I've talked to a lot of people and they seem to think that support means they have to be at every function or everything you do. Mm. That does not necessarily mean that. That to me, in my mind, if we're together, as long as you don't have to be there, you holding down the home front, you doing whatever it is you've got to do and you believe in what I'm doing and you push me, it doesn't mean you have to, I have to see your face every time I'm in the building. I got to go sing. I got to go whatever. And I don't, you don't have to be there all the time to say you support me. But to know that even something simple, see, I'm one of these, these uh, words of affirmation and, and action kind of people, my love language. If you know I have to sing, and although you're not there, something simple as a text message, hey, babe, knock them dead. That is support to me. That makes everything in this world go a little bit brighter for me. So it's the smallest things like that, that supports you. That says, I got your back. I know what you're doing. I'm rocking with you. Thank you. I may listening. not be there with the physically, at the but you know, you wherever you are, Until I'm next there. Time, remember your past doesn't that support. Define you. It gives so you I think, definition. I think a lot of times, up to you. if I just might go off a little bit here, off, off, I think a lot of times we look for people to be to us what we're not going to be to ourselves. Mm. And... I've been guilty of that, and I had to learn that lesson. Like, I can't expect somebody to support me when I don't even really support or believe in myself like that. Oh, I want them to just believe in me, and oh, you're going to be great. And yet, in my mind, I'm doubting myself. 
in my mind, I don't know that I can do this, but I want them to push me so much and to believe in me so much, but what am I doing for me? Mm. So, you know, we have to be, be what you want. Whatever it is you think you're looking for, if you want open, honest communication, then you need to be open and honest. You need to be, you want him to support you, you need to support him, support yourself, be honest with yourself, communicate to yourself. These are things you have to be who you be what you want. It's plain and simple. Mm. Shannon just dropping arrange marriage by Valencia.com. That's real. What is what would you like to add as far as a foundation of a happy, healthy relationship? Um, I have to echo communication. It is I would say, trust, for me, trust is number one. If trust was the lifeline, then communication would have to be the blood going through the veins. Mm. Because so many relationships fail because people fail to understand what is being said. And then there's those that just fail to say. You know, how many relationships just ended and nobody said anything? You really don't even know why we mad at each other. Mm. You know, now you still got an attitude. Um, so to me, communication and trust, I feel like if there's a level of trust there, um, when you when you can trust some uh, someone like Shannon was saying with her siblings, you trust them to be real with you. You trust them to be honest with you. But you also <laughs> understand that you trust them enough with your heart that you know that they're not gonna hurt you. So anything that they say to you is gonna, it's not gonna be to hurt you. It's gonna come from that place of love. If you can trust someone and then you can have that open communication. I think a lot of marriages, you hear, you know marriage is like 50-50 now. The divorce rate is so high. Mm -hmm. And even with you, and I know they say finance, financial is probably the number one reason for divorce. But I think even before it gets to the place of the finances being the downfall for the divorce, it was the lack of communication as to who should have been handling the finances. Mm -hmm. What we actually had coming in, you know, the spouse is scared to say, look, you're trying to live above your means. We can't afford that. Or look, you need to get a job. You know, to help, I mean, I think communication is where it all starts. Because yeah. even with communication, that's what builds the trust. Because when you can talk to someone and you can, like you said, you can, um, Queen Val, you can, you can trust your husband with your skeletons. You can talk to him about your deepest, darkest secrets. You know, you built that level of trust because you've had the communication. You've spoken with him and... He, he doesn't throw it back up in your face. Mm -hmm. You've talked with him and you haven't heard about it on the, um, in the streets or on social media. So, when, I mean, it's, that's what, what builds trust. And that's why so many relationships, not just marriages, but relationships in general, why they fail. Because people fail to communicate, but then people fail to build that trust factor. Mm-hmm. Hashtag amen. I wasn't even going to touch on this part, but since Queen LaVon brought it up with the with finances, and I saw this somewhere, I don't know if it's something Queen Shannon posted or somebody else about um, joining finances, um, because a lot of people 
get married and they keep their finances separate. It's like this your bill, that's your bill, this, this, and this. But you know, and every to each his own. I've seen people, I know people that live that way. I don't live that way, and I, I'll just be a hundred percent honest because my thing is, if I go in, it's supposed it says in the Bible, Queen Lebron come with the scripture about two into one, everything except our bank account, and then we're wondering why we're getting, um, you know, divorced. I ain't trust mm. you from the beginning. That part. Thank you. Because if that you can't with your money. Right. And money is like money is like something you, you spend and you could always make it back. You could all and you know what I'm saying? Simple energy. Right. Yeah. And my thing is, what does that say? Like a lot of times, you know, as you know, if you're a single mom going into a relationship or a single uh man going into a relationship, y'all get married, y'all joining families, you want her to treat your kids like they're yours, and I, you know, she wants you to treat her child like they're yours. We could, we could do this, this, and this, but now when it comes to those ducats, you setting it up for failure. To yep. you know, and that's my honest opinion. But I know so many people that do that, and I don't understand the purpose of it. So I would mm -hmm. definitely like to hear, you know, the thought, the audience, Lord, the audience. Maybe we need to talk about thoughts. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, Lord. You know, the people's <laughs> responses on that, you know, if you keep your finances separately, whether you're listening to the podcast or watching us live, you know, just just be honest. Mm. So, I just had to hit on that. What the beep is cuffing season and do we really want to be cuffed? Who started it? What's the purpose? What does it mean to be cuffed? Are we long-term dating? Are we shacking? Like, what is what is cuffing season? Child, plain and simple, in my opinion, it's just when it's cold outside and somebody that's hugging, cuddle with. Done. So it should be cuddling season? It should be. It shouldn't be anything, in my opinion. Uh. <laughs> have you used that term, Queen Shannon? Be honest. I have not. You've never said I'm cuffed. I've cuffed no, that. I ain't gonna lie. No, I did say. I honestly have said before. Y'all know I'm growing, okay? Um, like you know, I knew I didn't want when I was talking about me and my husband relationship before, and I was like, yeah, I cuffed him. <laughs> Queen Levon, go ahead. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Before but that doesn't even apply. Like I don't even understand what you mean you cuffed him. Well, I, I mean I, like I locked it. I locked it down. Yeah. I did, and my husband would be like, honest. He doesn't, yeah. I, okay. You know, if you think okay, so if we take the side dishes side pieces, thoughts, and people that just want to date around out of the um, equation that want to use the term cuffing season, to me, you look at your at handcuffs, right? It's something you're locked into for a mm. reason. So mm. if you look at your wedding ring as something you're locked into for a reason, I'm just saying it made sense. It sounded cute. Um, 
and yes. So life sentence, clank, clank, mm. is it clank, whatever, clank, clank, mm. clank, clank, you know, because um, we've discussed this several times about like, this is till death. Yes. So we well, maybe that's, make it work. Well, maybe that's why I never used the term because I haven't been cuffed and, and I haven't cuffed anybody. So I, <laughs> I, no, no, no change, no cuffs here. I'm, I'm clear. You arrange marriage by Valencia. <laughs> Queen Lebron. Still with the arrange marriage. All, all day until the cuffs come on. Queen Lebron. <laughs> yes. Cuffing season. Your thoughts? I know. I've, I hear young people, mostly you hear young people talking about it. And it is, to me, I always viewed it as that. Like Shannon said, those winter months, you know, those like right after Christmas up until Valentine's Day when they just want to have some a place to either lay their head or, um, you know, just to shack up for a little while. You know, they want to date or you get those people that just want to date, you know, for the holidays because they want to have somebody to buy them a gift. But usually it's, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't understand why somebody <laughs> want to be cuffed because usually it's short term and short lived. Exactly. Not if it's a life sentence, solitary confinement type cup. Um, now that would be have to come with the bands, right? That's why I said the the bands. Yeah. I think because um, I see it a lot on on social media, and if somebody gets offended by this, then maybe you need to look at your own life to see, you know, that's like your own personal issue. But I see women a lot. Um, they're in a relationship like one one minute. This is my new soulmate and everything. Mm. How? How sway? Do you where does where he come from? You've known him all the five seconds. Right. Like your soul? Like you you committing your soul in this situation? Do he know he's your soulmate? Hmm. Like posting these random people you hear today, gone tomorrow, in the next post, and some of y'all guilty. Like I said, get it how you live and how you feel. But some, you know, then the next week, sway is gone. It didn't well, well, work out. Well, it's listen now. Say, Christian, <laughs> you posted all men are dogs. Well, how, you too old to continuously go through these cycles like four times a year. Thank you. You know, stop saying it's your soulmate. It's your season mate. <laughs> yeah. no, wait, no, that's not even. It's not even your season, mate. It's not even. It's not even. That's just your they don't mate. My whole for a hot season. second. Uh -huh. They don't mm -hmm. even keep my whole season. But now, hold, now, hold on, wait, because some of them can be your soulmate. Because you know, I've I've heard people say that you know, somebody snatched their soul. Oh, and you know, I've heard it. I've heard it. So I guess in that sense, maybe that's their soulmate, or no soul satchel, or I don't, I don't know, but you can't have three soulmates <laughs> in, a, in a year. You know what I'm saying? And I see it all the time. And I used to feel sorry when I used to see particular people do this. I'm not calling names because you know if, if that's you or not. But you know, like guard your heart. Don't they say it in, in the Bible, Queen Levon? Yes. 
and you letting every, you know, you can't let everybody in just because you desperate for love and he's fascinated with your social media pictures. No, because I look real cute on social media, but try seeing me at about one, two o'clock in the morning while I'm getting up out the bed to get a piece of king cake with a bonnet on my head. Then we could talk I'm about you possibly being my soulmate. Like, um, I'm still cute. You know, well, <laughs> I'm going to have to send y'all a personal picture of me with my <laughs> At, at two o'clock in the morning, but you know, I think it's a it's a desperation that I see a lot of women and men trying to fill with whatever comes along and looks good. And you better mm -hmm. know, looks fade. Can I change your diaper? It's true. It when we sixty, seventy years old, and you having issues before I start saying about you being my soulmate. That's this is true. Because I like I said, I've been married before. I couldn't know. I, I knew it wasn't gonna work because I knew I was not. No, I was mm -hmm. not the one. We were. I don't see us in the vision for my life. Us growing old together and me changing your diaper. So you I just sit around in that. I'm just saying. I'm, <laughs> I, I got a weak stomach too. That's how you know it got to be in love for me to do that. <laughs> I know that's right. I, I know started, that's right. <laughs> I get to throwing up on you and hiring a nurse. You know or something. Queen Lamont, I, right. I don't even remember what the question was. Oh, the cuffing. No, you talked about the cuffing. Your thoughts yeah. on uh, these season mates, these soulmates, women, not just women, because men, it's, it's the thirst, you know, to, to, to have that couple goals and everything. You know, Chris Brown and Rihanna was everybody couple goals till the pictures came out. Like, how, mm -hmm. that's your couple goals. You didn't know them. Mm -hmm. Queen LeBron, because I feel anger in my spirit. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> anger. <laughs> I feel angry. <laughs> but I mean, it's true. You see people, you know, they couples today, especially celebrities, and we want to say, you know, couple goals. I mean, we, but you see it everywhere couple goals, squad goals. They got matching Jordan's on. Yes, but like, really, do and you? No call. What it's like, you know, even if you look at some of the, you know, best of marriages, do you really, you don't, you don't know if you want to carry that weight. Hmm. You want to have those couple goals and, the but you do have where now we have these seasonal and they not even seasonal. They're almost like weekly relationships because you mm. meet them in the club on Friday, you know, Saturday, y'all meet for lunch or you waking up hungover and now he obey, you know, then come he got up hungover and went to church with you because, you know, oh, you know, yes. everybody that go to the club Saturday going to church on Sunday with a new bay. You got the new bay all up in your church. Now he a, and now he your hubby. Oh, this is my hubby, my hubs, you know, my bae, my boo. And then, like you said in this thing, you know, you can't, all men's a dog. You know, I hate men. You know, I just, you, you got all of these excuses. But it's like, did you ever stop? At some point, you got to stop looking and blaming the man. You got to start looking. Thank you. What are you huh. Then. Absolutely. What are you choosing? What What are you displaying to be chosen? Mm. Absolutely. Because the last time I checked, the Bible said um, that a man he is gonna a man that finds a wife. You know that means you got to be presenting something that's wife worthy, that's wife noticeable. Because 
at the end of the day, if he finding you in the club, I have a feeling he's not looking for a wife. That part. That's all I can say. Hmm. I appreciate men to all of the above. Hmm. It might be cute to, to walk you on his arm because you got, you know, your boobs out, your booty shots on social media banging, but is he going to bring you home to mama? No. If you he know, like, I, the boys. Right. Just to, the boys. to put on, you know, and if you know, like I know, I mean, I wish my son would, because I'm pretty sure Cameron has, you know, dated, and one of the things I told him, I say, look, you be mindful of these little girls out here, because they looking for husband. They looking the hashtag, this my boo, and everything else, you know, mm-hmm. y'all, you know, God working on me with, you know, because I understand that Cameron is, may not end up with somebody who I like, but Cameron has sense enough that he, you know, like, he has sense, and anybody that he dates, you know, like, come on now, because he an only child. Mm. I have nothing but time and stalker habits. <laughs> um, I might have to edit that out before I post the actual podcast. But I'm just saying, like, you, y'all met well? She going she to school for me? She lying. God forgive me, working on me. And I told him, I said, look, I said, uh, and this might be a little hypocritical or whatever, you know, because Cameron's 21, about to be 22. I said, look, I don't want you dating nobody with a child. Hmm. And I had Cameron at 20. And I would have felt bad if somebody would have said, you know, you can't date her because she already have a child. However, I don't want my son to have to deal with no baby daddy drama. So that or or no you know, and that already let me know the girl real fertile, and I'm not, we not, <laughs> no, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't want nobody with kids getting attached to you and stuff. Like, we not going to do that. I w- I'm going to probably edit, like, that whole part. <laughs> no, you, no, just leave that. Just leave that right there. Just leave all of that right there. <laughs> but I've always been on, at least I'll be honest. You know what I'm saying? At least I'm but, honest. Yes, so, it's true. I'm just saying, Lord. Queen mm. Shannon, what do you remember most about what your parents have told you or taught you about relationships? I remember the most that my mother told me relationships are not give and take. They are give and give. There should never be taking. There should always be giving to each other. Wow. And that's the one thing that she said and that sticks out to me the most and it makes so much sense because I have found myself in relationships where initially and, and you know she's always said it but of course we want to do it our, our own way right. you know what I mean give and take give and take because that's what everybody says it's give and take mm-hmm. and I found that I was always giving mm-hmm. and nothing's being given back mm-hmm. so I set myself and put myself in a position to where they were free to just continue to take from me from, wow. to, why? Why? And when I started to, to, to remember what she told me, I was able to walk away from those because this isn't, this isn't how this should be. I shouldn't constantly be depleted. Right. And, and, and you, you know, you, you withdraw from my bank account, but not putting anything in. You haven't put anything in to even withdraw. Mm. You made no deposits. So 
uh, the biggest, uh, to me, that's the one thing I go with. Relationships are given, given. If at any point I feel as though I'm the one giving and you're constantly taking, that's my sign to exit. Mm. Hashtag amen. Queen LaVon. Wow, that's good. That's that is. Good. Queen Shannon dropping the mic. She's been, she been good tonight. I'm pleasant. I have. And I'm pleasantly and unpleasantly surprised. And I don't want the audience to get used to the <laughs> calm version because if anybody has listened to the podcast, they know better. I'm just saying. Well, they got a little taste because when I when you start asking her that question and she started doing this, <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Oh, that's Lord. That go. Yes. I was like, because you that said getting under my agent, my agent orange started rising. I felt it like all right here was coming. It was getting warm. <laughs> I was trying to bring it back down, calm down. Mm. It's, that was all. I was like, this is going to get, this is going to be interesting. Um, for me, what I would say, one of the, um, at the best advice or some advice that my mom gave me about relationships that has really stuck with me. Um, with my mom, I say my mom was a single mom um, and raising, you know, two girls and a son. And I guess it was because something she experienced herself is why, and she told me that it was actually a little later in life, but don't lose yourself. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I really didn't understand it, you know, what she meant. And I think most of the times we won't understand what that means until you in the process or either you're on the other side of it. Because, and it goes hand in hand with what Queen Shannon said, is that you get to a place where you're giving and giving and giving, and you may not even realize at the point how much you're giving until you're at the place where you're depleted, mm. um, you're on empty, and then you're trying to figure out how did I get here. Um, so that will be something that really stuck with me. I didn't get it at first, but it took me getting to the place where I had pretty much lost, you know, had lost myself that I realized what she, you know, says that it was important to know who I am, you know, what I stood for what you will and you won't accept because a lot of times we get in relationships and we don't know what we will and we won't accept Mm -hmm. um or either we have a hard time voicing you know being able to say you know what there's there's just some things i'm not gonna tolerate Mm -hmm. and i especially in relationships today it goes back to that communication you know you have to be able to when you're going into a relationship put it on the line look these are my top 10 or my top three. These are things, you know, I have these ultimate deal breakers, you know, and my husband and I, sometimes we joke about it and he was like, but what if I, I'm like, you can try it. <laughs> you already know, you know, there are some things that are just automatic deal breakers. And then you have those things that, you know, you just have to be able to communicate those things going into relationships. So now I understand that more about not losing yourself, you know, not losing your voice, not losing who you are. Um, so for me, that has been my um, one and one that I, I can say I've actually passed down to my daughter. I actually have that conversation with her. Mm. Y'all are so interesting. Um, oh, Lord. What? What you got? Okay, my mom said two two things to me. Um, 
I think I was like 13 and she said, um, you don't ever have to be faithful to one man. (laughs) (laughs) My mama had real good advice, but I was like, what? What does that even mean? Like, I'm not, you know, I ain't going to use the word I used back then, but mom, Mm -hmm. you know, so then she came back and gave me better advice later. Because I was 13, and I think I was, you know, dating boys, but I was also fighting boys still then. Mm, um, right. Then she told me, love love somebody that loves you more than you love them. You know what I'm saying? She was like, get, mm. you know, if you have a relationship or whatever, um, always be with somebody that loves you more than you love them. Mm. And I'm understanding that mm-hmm. um now you know with you know my my husband and I, I think it's more of like constantly like showing showing that person how much you love them because you want them to know that they're loved so that's what I take from it because I don't think you could really know how much somebody loves you but I think that constant I'm, I'm going to constantly show you how much I, I love you. And then I constantly show my husband how much I love him. So I think it's that, you know. Um, but the first one threw me for a loop. And I honestly, I kind of took that one to heart a little bit. When <laughs> um, I was younger, you know, I was like, you know, he cute, but then he got a job. <laughs> I'm just, mind you, this was when I was a teenager. There's no excuses for that kind of behavior now. You can't take well, three different men and make them one. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no. Hold on. Well, because see, this is what I want to address, right? Because somebody actually said this to me the other day. To me, I see that it's almost the same thing as if there's no ring, you're still single. And in that case, why do you have to be faithful to anybody that hasn't placed a ring on it? Queen LaVon, I'm gonna let you handle this because my my left eye started going up. I mean, right I'm here. just I'm. Just, this was something that was 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 posed right. to me. Um, you know, for the relationship symposium that's coming. This was a question that was posed to me. So it. Why? When is it coming, Queen Shannon? And how can people find out more and get tickets? It is coming February 16th, right here in Jacksonville. You can go to the Fly um, Fly Conversations with Shaydon uh, podcast page, or you can also just go get your tickets at bit.ly slash F-L-Y-R-T-2019 to get your tickets. It's free. So I definitely. I'll the building and asking all the questions, because that is the weekend after my birthday. <laughs> So that's my birthday trip going to Jacksonville, Florida. Lord. Um, I'm going to ask all kinds of, I'm telling you, because I did ask her, are you having a Q&A session? Because I got questions already. I don't even know what they say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Queen LeVon. So, so yeah, LeVon, touch on this one. <laughs> Shannon, well, I would have, I was going to ask you if that question was going to be at the Flyer Symposium because I'm thinking that is a question that needs to be there. Um, but I think if you have that mindset, you will never get a ring on it. 
You know, for a person, if that's what your goal is to hopefully get a ring, because if you have that mindset that as long as I don't have a ring on it, you know, I can do, you know, that's pretty much saying I can do what I want to do. I can see who I want to see, you know, sleep with who I want to sleep with. Who wants to put a ring on that? Mm. So I think it becomes a point in the relationship that you know (laughs) that we're headed that way. So it's at that point, it's not even about the ring because you have to realize a ring is just a symbol. Mm-hmm. It's just a symbol. And right now, a lot of people get caught up with a ring, you know, and a dress and, you know, all into the wedding, but they don't understand all the work that's going to have to go into the marriage. You know, something that my bishop told us when we were going through our premarital council. Uh, you know, getting married, the wedding, that's just the ceremony. The real work is going to begin. The marriage is the work that you begin after I do, because you have to continually be able to say I do. Mm-hmm. Now, now let me, let me say this part though, because, okay. And, and I totally agree with your reply. However, that was posed coming from a man in regards to a woman. Wow. So his his take was rings on nothing. Well, his take was um, so say for example, say okay, I'm dating. I, I'm 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 seeing someone. Are you the woman or the man? I, me as me, the woman. Oh, okay. He doesn't see a ring on this finger, so he feels like you free for all. It's a free for all. I'm, I'm, I'm fair game. So fair game to step to you, but that don't mean you're gonna be fair game to lay with me. You know right. You, me but it's your place to put him in his place and be like no there's not a ring but you know there is a commitment because mm-hmm. let's be honest a ring don't stop these some of these thirsty men get me on the day that, that somebody caught me wrong and had you know I told people off mm-hmm. at the gas station like, don't, because I get angry. Like, don't you see my ring? Don't disrespect my husband like that. Look, I feel like my husband, I'm there, my husband is there. You know, he, he may not be mm-hmm. with me physically, but he's there. So I feel like you disrespecting my husband, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, let me calm down. But that's what happened at the gas station. So <laughs> the I think you have to know where you stand in your commitment and, and regardless of the physical presence of, of a ring. Like, mm-hmm. if you have that discussion, like, look, I just want to be with you. You just want to be with me. Let's see what could work. Then to mm-hmm. me, yeah, you kind of off. You, you like off. Like, you can't take no more gas station phone numbers. <laughs> gas station phone numbers. I'm telling you. Hey. Like, you know, dudes walking... Walking up on you, well, I don't see a ring. Well, you don't see him, but he's watching me. Or just, you know, you tell him, like, you know, my husband with mm-hmm. me all the time. He who find a wife does not find her at the gas station. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just saying. And, like, do we really even, I know this kind of off topic and on, but do you really trust the man that approached you at a gas station? Is he offering to pay for your gas or pump your gas? Or he just trying to talk to you while you didn't pump and pay for your gas? Because he trying to get some. This, this is why, you know, thank God I'm married. I'm telling you, because I was straight cutthroat. <laughs> like, how you go? Look, are you paying for my gas or something? 
walking right. up the gas station like I don't have bad nerves. Girl. I'm sorry. Well, I'm I was having flashbacks. You ain't been to have me cut up in a cooler. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, but you think about it just like if a guy approached you at a gas station at something like that, um, can you, I don't, and I don't want to say it like this, but I'm going to just say it and everybody can have their own opinions because it's a question. How seriously can you take that dude? Um, I don't, I don't think, honestly, I don't think the place, because at the end of the day, you might've already paid for your gas coming out the gas station, get ready to go. And now he could be a very respectable gentleman pulling in, get ready to get gas, but sees you and, and decides he wants to talk. Approach. It would depend right. on, you going to know if he, you know, agree. Yeah. I'm not even going to go there, but you would know the approach. If, like Shannon said, if he approaches you like a gentleman, um, that's different. But, you know, when they come up to you like, hey, mom. Do it, because I know it's in you. Do it, Lamar. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't let her take you down that road. I'll just say, you know how they, you be like, look, like you said, it's like, mm. I ain't even got time. You ain't even worth the, me forming the sentence to tell you no. You know, that's when you just get in your car and drive off like and act like you didn't hear a word they said. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have had that level of maturity. <laughs> I ain't lying. Because when, when guys used to, now, I, you know, now I'm a little bit more calm and I just say, you know, I'm married, you disrespecting my husband. And if they keep on, then I may get a little extra. But back in the day, you know, when you know, um, you you gonna pump my gas? Yeah, I would ask that. You know, can I have your number? Can I talk to you? Can you pump my gas? That's if I had our like Queen Shane said already paid. <laughs> or I've been watching you since you walked in the store. So you waited till I paid for my gas to approach me. Poor man, he know what he was getting. I, he I'm had no idea. idea. No you, idea. They, <laughs> they don't. I, you know. Like who I look like? Do I look like type of woman? I'm getting flashbacks, y'all. This was so long ago. I, I see. But you know, <laughs> but I look at it like this here: some woman had to have accepted that type of approach, of course, for me to still use it. Yeah. Then, oh yeah. You know, I think part of you know women or men, and I'm not saying this is 100% true, but I think the behaviors that we see displayed in different women and men is just that's disrespectful, distasteful, whatever. It's because it was accepted by somebody. Mm-hmm. That absolutely. made it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Some girl, some some girl thought you know let dudes know it was okay for you to talk to me outside and pumped and paid for my gas and it's cold, and you come talking to me. Who I look like? I'm sorry, yeah. I'm telling you. Mm. I'm telling mm. you, like all right here is like like this, like tight. You know, and I told I told my son, you know, don't be one of them dudes. Don't, don't, dude, don't. Because um, number one, I have questions for the girl, like where you work. Do you go to school? I'm sorry, that's that's a whole other show. Yes, that's a whole. She, other she was she was getting ready to go there, I y'all. Was, I was getting ready, but I know you know we we got like a minute. We're gonna close it up. Um. 
because that is something we don't touch, like with the young, I don't want to say the young people today, because it's not just young people. It's, it's, it's all women, you competing with your daughters. You know, I'm telling you, Judge Judy will have your mind messed up. Mm. I'm sorry, y'all. I get my feelings behind Judge Judy. Judge Judy, call me. <laughs> you know. Um, interesting thing about Judge Judy, though. The husband she has now, she married him, divorced him, married somebody else, and then remarried him. Wow. He had to get his stuff together. Yeah, I right. guess so. Because I think by that time, she was already on TV doing her thing. Like, look, what we not going to do is... Mm -hmm. I don't know all the backstory. I just know all that. That's all I got to say. Well, I will tell you the, um, our viewers on define you in the Facebook comments are really, um, enjoying the conversation. Um, (laughs) Veronica said you got her singing, respect yourself. I can imagine. But she did say low self-esteem and those negative thoughts of being alone. Yeah. That is what allow people to sell, you know, that parking lot pickup. Hashtag parking lot pickup around this camp. You can catch me in the parking lot. You know. Parking lot pin pin. I'm sorry. (laughs) But that's the truth. That's the truth. Like if you know for for my for our listeners that's still going out, if you know if the dude come at y'all know what time clubs close if they still club close at two or night. But if he come at you come to you at one fifty five, come out, he been watching you all night. Can he talk to you? If he talking to you at one fifty five a club close at two, please don't think that all of a sudden his eyes open and you were an angel. He couldn't mm-hmm. afford you at eleven because he was waiting for somebody. Exactly. Liquor you up, buy all your come and scoop you up. No, sir. Exactly. No, sir. Mm. Jesus, be a I'm telling you. Maybe extra. Do y'all feel um okay? This is my last question because I wanted to make sure Queen Shannon did tell the listeners about her symposium, which I'm I'm excited about. I'm gonna be in the audience just to stir trouble. I'm Lord sorry, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just going to have questions. Yes, I'm going to be there to yes, have questions. Queen LaVon. Yes. What, what, <laughs> what, <laughs> what has kept you or helped you stay married so long? Is your husband watching this? Because I need him to know that long pause you just did. Cause I, cause it's a lot of stuff. It's a, it's several things. It's not just one thing. It's trying to narrow down to what's that one. Yeah. Um. I would say that helped us to stay married this long. With I, it to me, it still goes back to that communication. Because mm-hmm. we really do talk to each other. Um, talk, and if you would have to know my husband to know he has no filter at mm-hmm. all. Um, so just thinking about what some of the things he said today, you know, or the videos that he'll send and be like, look, read this and tell me what you think or listen, watch this. Um, but the communication, because even through good or bad ups or down, yeah. it was the communication that brought us back to where 
you know, when we took the time to put all else aside and say, okay, wait a minute, we got to talk. Mm -hmm. Something's not right. Um, and we understood it. One thing I can say we did understand at early on was that once our kids got older, we had already talked about we didn't want to be like those married couples that their life was just evolved around their kids. And then once the kids left the house, they had nothing in common. Right. You know, they didn't have, they couldn't still carry on a conversation. Um, so we have continued to make sure that we talk to each other. We have, you know, we have difference of opinions politically, you know, about economics, you know, everything, but we can have those healthy debates, but we still make time for each other. You know, I think most people know like his birthday was last week. We went away this weekend, you know, so we make time for each other just for, cause we understand that we're important. And most of what we did was talk, you know, laugh and talk. So Yay. community. Queen Shannon. <laughs> now you know good and well you can't pose that question to me. I had, I had your question ready. What? <laughs> like you bet not. See, that look. I'm telling you, that look. And yeah. she didn't know what I was about to say. I know. What would it take for a man to cuff you? Arrange marriage by Valencia.com. Um, what, what do you think will be that thing? You know what I'm saying? And you got to narrow it to one. Action. I got, I got one word for you. What? It's not Wakanda either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing with y'all. I'm not going to do it. You know, <laughs> I'm just not gonna play with y'all about that. I was about to say, uh, yes, <laughs> but I would have to say tonight. I ain't start the mess tonight. Oh, you started it. You did. You just just oh low key with it. Mm -hmm. Um, it would just have to be action. Meaning, I I'm a person of action. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Like, <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, I don't. Don't you're not gonna talk me to death and tell me all of this and all of that and what you want to do just do it show me make moves do what you say you're gonna do um i'm not an attention whore but i like attention like and 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 i've been told i'm weird for this but honest true if it's a room full of men and the man that i'm seeing is in there i do not care of the attention for the rest of those men if I'm not turning the head of the man that I'm with, to me, that's a problem. Mm. So show me some attention. Show me you care about me. Show me that you, you think about me. Show that you're concerned about my well-being. Just action. Just action. Those little things that tell me I'm on his mind. Mm. He loves me. I matter in his world. That I am a part of his world. He sees me as a part of his world. So action is plain and simple for me. It's, it doesn't take a lot. Just do it. Mm. <laughs> I'm laughing at comments. Veronica in, in here saying, show me, boo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Queen Val, before you go on, um, Veronica in the comments did share, you asked the question, like, what one thing 
um, like the question you posed for me that has kept our marriage, kept us together. She mm. put for her, it was self-growth. Mm. She said, uh, my change has allowed change to filter throughout my marriage and family. We are teaching um, them about positive disagreements, um, knowing each other love language is key. Mm. Great comment, Queen Veronica. And then, of course, she had to chime in after um, <laughs> Queen Shannon. <laughs> she said, hashtag, just do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, would, I would say this um, as we wrap up the show. Um, it's been a great discussion on, on love, and I think people really need to look because if you notice what all of us said about the foundations of relationship, none of us said love was the foundation of the relationship. Love Mm -hmm. comes, you know, but if you think you're going to like love is, is, is the foundation is not because if you know any, you know, like with um, domestic violence situations, the guy, you know, you hear people, you know, I love her, but you gave her a black eye. So it has to be other things that make the foundation so bad. I think that's the difference. I hope y'all get that. Um, mm-hmm. And so the, the most important part, the most important thing I think is that to reflect on is find somebody you could grow old with. That that would really be the thing. Like if you don't see yourself changing his diaper or you don't trust him enough to change yours, then you might want to reevaluate the relationship. You know, when you close your eyes, do you see y'all growing old together or do you see you, you one of y'all trading it in for a newer model? Mm. So what's y'all opinion? Please get in touch by joining the conversation. Um, we're going to try to do this every two weeks. I'm uh, going live to do a more interactive discussion where y'all can post your comments. You can also catch the just audio version on, you know, the podcast. And you can go to ValenciaGWallace.com slash podcast and you can catch like further episodes. And make sure you join us on Instagram, which is interesting as well. Um, that's my two cents. Thank y'all so much for listening. Remember, your past doesn't define you. It gives you definition. And what you do with that is up to you. And look at who you think about having a relationship with, even who you married to now. And ask yourself, can I change his diaper? That's all. Mm. Y'all have a great night. Good night. Good night.